Y2K. I'm Rachel. I'm Maddie. And we are reading and commenting on everybody's favorite novels mm -hmm. from the early 2000s to the 2010s. Mm -hmm. The best era of literature. So true. And Maddie, what are we starting with today? The best one there is. We are starting on Twilight. Yeah! La push, baby. La push, baby. Oh, yeah. Hope you enjoy. Okay. Chapter one. First sight. My mother drove me to the airport with the windows rolled down. It was 75 degrees in Phoenix. Woo! The sky a perfect cloudless blue. I was wearing my favorite shirt, sleeveless white eyelet lace. I was wearing it as a farewell gesture. My carry-on item was a parka. Okay. I get it. Rain. In the Olympic Peninsula of Northwest Washington State, a small town named Forks exists under a near constant cover of clouds. It rains on this inconsequential town more than any other place in the United States of America. Why did she type out United States of America? <laughs> Just in case you don't know what the u.s is okay thanks yeah. steph it was from this town and its gloomy omnipresent shade that my mother escaped with me when i was only a few months old i was in this town that i'd been compelled to spend a month every summer until i was 14 she acts like that was such a drag <laughs> it's so dramatic like to hang out with charlie we all would pay good money to hang out with charlie <laughs> I would. Does she know? She doesn't know that she has a DILF. Like, there's no way he hasn't been a DILF since day one. No, he's been hot his whole life. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at him. I just know he's got those old pictures and everybody's like, Charlie? That's Charlie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you see him and you're like, oh, who's that? That's a hot guy. And you're like, oh, that's my dad. And then Charlie walks in and you're like, whoa, he aged well. And he just, he doesn't know how hot he is either. Absolutely not. And that's part of the charm. You don't know you're beautiful. <laughs> so true. That was written about him. Sure was. Yeah. Sure was. Yep. That was the year I finally put my foot down. These past three summers, my dad, Charlie, whoop, whoop, <laughs> vacationed with me in California for two weeks instead. That's kind of a sleigh, but Charlie on the beach. Anyway. <laughs> Charlie would hate the beach. You think? Yeah. He doesn't want to see any He wears cheeks. flannels and jeans. <laughs> You're saying he wouldn't wear something else on the beach? No, he would. I just, like, he burns easily. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're, the yeah. sunburn on that man, no sunscreen. No, uh-uh. And he's going to complain about it for days, like someone else I know. Except I wear sunscreen. It just doesn't work. Anyways. All right. <laughs> it was to Forks that I now exiled myself, an action that I took with great horror. I did tested forks. I loved Phoenix. I loved the sun and the blistering heat. I loved the vigorous, sprawling city. Bella, my mom said to me the last of a thousand times before I got on the plane, you don't have to do this. My mom looks like me, except with short hair and laugh lines. So apparently Bella's never laughed in her whole life. <laughs> I, why does she act like she likes Phoenix? Like, is that a theme? She looked so depressed in the movie with she, her little cactus. She doesn't want to go to Phoenix. Like, not even just because of Eddie. Like, isn't her the whole time? She's like, ugh, Arizona. Maybe that's just me making that up. I don't know. Zona's great. We talked about that yeah. earlier. Uh huh. She's wrong. Is can I visit Bella's mom's house? What's her name? Do you remember? That's Renee. important. Renee. I would love part to of the classic Renee's May. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> yeah, we got Renee and Phil. 
Phil, the minor league baseball player who relocates to Jacksonville. (laughs) What a pitch. So what we know about Bella at this point is she has long hair and frown lines as opposed to short hair and laugh lines. Sounds about right. I felt a spasm of panic as I stared at her wide childlike eyes. Ew. What is that? Okay, whatever. Okay. How could I leave my loving, erratic, harebrained mother to fend for herself? Of course, she had film now, so the bills would probably get paid. There would be food in the refrigerator, gas in her car, and someone to call when she got lost. But still, dot dot dot. I want to go, I lied. I'd always been a bad liar. But I'd been saying this lie so frequently lately that it sounded almost convincing now. Tell Charlie I say it hot. (laughs) I will. I'll see you soon, she insisted. You can come home whenever you want. I'll come right back as soon as you need me. But I could see the sacrifice in her eyes beyond... I can't read. But I could see the sacrifice in her eyes behind the promise. Don't worry about me, I urged. I'll be great. I love you, Mom. She hugged me tightly for a minute. And then I got in the plane and she was gone. It's a four-hour flight from Phoenix to Seattle. Another hour in a small plane up to Port Angeles. And then an hour drive back down to Forks. Flying doesn't bother me. The hour in the car with Charlie, though, I was a little worried about. Girl, come you're on. Gonna, you're gonna live with him. You know him. We also need to backtrack. Why uh-huh. why is Bella acting like she pays the bills? <laughs> Phil will pay the bills now that I'm gone. And I'm, what, 16? <laughs> like, 17? She's How not old is she? Pay- she's 17? I think she's 17. You're right. Because the whole conflict. She's turning 18. Yeah, it's okay. like the next summer. But the timeline is so fast. It's really fast, yeah. Okay. Anyways, Billa, you're not you're not paying the bills. I'm sorry, Billa. <laughs> Billa. She's not. No, absolutely. She, what? She works twenty hours at McDonald's after work. <laughs> <laughs> She's bringing home the bag. But don't worry, don't worry. She has Phil. Bella gives never worked a day in her life, never will, except for when she works at Mike Newton's family <laughs> store. How could she work anywhere when she's falling down all the time? <laughs> She's so clumsy. No way she's a good worker. She's a liability. Definitely. She's got a bunch of workman's comps. <laughs> open. Every, her, she's got her resume. It's 20 jobs long. And every reason for leaving is she got fired for, like, breaking something. <laughs> ah. Charlie had really been fairly nice about the whole thing. He seemed genuinely pleased that I was coming to live with him for the first time with any degree of permanence. Oh, my dad's so happy that I'm going to come live with him. I hate this. And she's acting like she loves living with Renee. Bella, the truth is you're unhappy anywhere. Mm-hmm. Brown lines and all. <laughs> He'd already got me registered for high school and was going to help me get a car. He balls out. And help? He gives her. So true. The truck. And she's like, oh, this truck. You're in <laughs> Forks, Washington. Why are we acting like a truck is not a great idea? <laughs> But it was sure to be awkward with Charlie. Uh, yeah, when your dad's a dilf and you don't know how to act. Are you okay over there? <laughs> yeah. I just, like, why is there so much Charlie hate? It's probably because Renee has been spewing it, you know. Probably. Divorced parents vibes. But still. And he's the best. Neither of us was what anyone would call verbose. 
here she goes with her thesaurus words. I don't think she knew what any of these words meant when she picked them out. She truly was just like... She Googled them (laughs) and went, word to mean, insert, simple word. She said, SAT vocab list, and then she just used everyone. (laughs) Neither of us was what anyone would call verbose, and I didn't know what there was to say regardless. I knew he was more than a little confused by my decision. Like my mother before me, I hadn't made a secret of my distaste for forks. When I landed in Port Angeles, it was raining. I didn't see it as an omen, just unavoidable. I had already said my goodbyes to the sun. Bella, you are pale as hell when you get here. You were not in the sun anyway. She was not in the sun. I know she was lame. I know she sat inside. Bombastic side eye to Bella. Criminal offensive side eye. She has no issue hanging out with Edward only when it's gloomy. (laughs) She's already only outside when it's gloomy. (laughs) She said, hmm, perfect. Charlie was waiting for me with the cruiser. Lights on or off, do you think? (laughs) gives himself a police escort to get home. I was gonna say, technically, Charlie only gets police escorts. He could be anywhere he wants. Mm -hmm. Fast. I just know he still drives under the speed limit. Oh, yeah. So slow. (laughs) I bet he's bad at driving. (laughs) Because they're in forks, so he probably doesn't have to be very cautious. Instead of pulling over, like pulling people over he's just giving them the neighbor wave as he drives by (laughs) they're like charlie we need to up our numbers the month is ending you've only pulled one person over charlie your buddy billy was driving 300 miles an hour in a residential area (laughs) he said but that's my lover so i would never pull him over we have an understanding (laughs) this i was expecting too Charlie is police chief swan to the good people of Forks. My primary motivation behind buying a car, despite the scarcity of my funds. I was hoping pay the bills. Okay. I hate that part of Bella's story. Is that like her mom is helpless. What? Mm -mm. Clearly Mm -mm. she isn't. Yeah, the whole like she had to grow up fast to care for her mom when Charlie's also there, wants to be part of her life, and is a good dad. And Renee is in a stable relationship with somebody? Yeah. Hmm. I don't... Release the Renee autobiography. For real. I want to hear her whole story. I bet it's not good. No. There'll be a lot of laughing. A lot of haircuts. (laughs) My primary motivation behind buying a car, despite the scarcity of my funds, was that I refused... To be driven around town in a car with red and blue lights on top. Told you. Told you he's got them on. Mm-hmm. Nothing slows down traffic like a cop. Just because he likes to drive slow. That's all. Yeah. Charlie gave me an awkward one-armed hug when I stumbled my way off the plane. Tripping off the plane. Come on. Good to see you, Bells. He said, smiling as he automatically caught and studied me. You haven't changed much. How's Renee? Mom's fine. It's good to see you too, Dad. I wasn't allowed to call him Charlie to his face. I only had a few bags. Most of my, quote, Arizona clothes were too permeable for Washington. My mom and I had pooled our resources to supplement my winter wardrobe, but it was still scanty. It all fit easily into the trunk of the cruiser. I found a good car for you. Really cheap, he announced when we were strapped in. (laughs) I just know she got in the car and Charlie went, buckle up. (laughs) 
Okay, we need to talk about how she says she can't wear her Arizona clothes <laughs> in Washington as if summer doesn't exist. <laughs> Too permeable. Is she wearing Why? a raincoat? Everything a joke about the rain. <laughs> I can't do it. It rains in Arizona sometimes. Yeah. Like, not all the time, but... What clothes are she wearing where it disintegrates when it gets wet? <laughs> How does she do her laundry? <laughs> They're single-use clothes. <laughs> she throws them away. Good thing, compostable. Good thing she's getting with the Collins, because they can support that, that habit yeah. with their funds. Oh, yeah. I don't even think they have to wash or do any of their clothes unless they get dirty, because they don't sweat or anything. They Technically, do they even need clothes? <laughs> I mean, to fit into society, probably. What? Okay. Yeah. I'd be distracted. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, Bella is, and he's fully clothed, so. Arizona clothes. It's getting street clothes. <laughs> Not my Arizona clothes. <laughs> gotta, gotta put on my Washington clothes. She's dressed like George Washington. <laughs> what kind of car? I was suspicious of the way he said, good car for you, as opposed to just good car. <laughs> well, it's a truck, actually. A Chevy. Shout out, Chevy. <laughs> We're a GM family. Charlie has good taste. Yeah. We all know it. Yeah. Where did you find it? <laughs> Do you remember Billy Black down in the bush? <laughs> I forgot it was his truck. La Push is the tiny Indian reservation on the coast. No. How do you not remember your father's lover? <laughs> your father's best friend. I know he was at that house all the time. Oh, yeah. Football on. Uh-huh. Fishing. They've gone. Yep. In a boat. Yep. In a boat. Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember him. He used to go fishing with us during the <laughs> summer, Charlie prompted. That would explain why I didn't remember him. I do a good job of blocking painful, unnecessary oh. things from my memory. <laughs> How is your dad going fishing with his best friend a painful memory? <laughs> that is so weird. Bella sounds like she wants to be alone. So if her dad was fishing, wouldn't that be her ideal situation? Mm-hmm. He's in a wheelchair now, Charlie continued when I didn't respond. So he can't drive anymore, and he offered to sell me his truck cheap. What year is it? I could see from his change of expression that this was the question he was hoping I wouldn't ask. Well, Billy's done a lot of work on the engine. It's only a few years old, really. I hoped he didn't think so little of me as to believe I would give up that easily. When did he buy it? She's being such a bitch. He bought it in 1984, I think. Did he buy it new? Girl. I don't remember like reading this and being like, ew, she's being bad. Girl, well, when you first read it in fourth grade, it's a little different, I guess. You're like, what's a, you can drive car? <laughs> I thought only parents could do that. <laughs> well, no, I think it was new in the early 60s or late 50s at the earliest. He admitted sheepishly looking up under his little eyelashes. <clears throat> blink, blink. Shh, dad. I don't really know anything about cars. I wouldn't be able to fix it if anything went wrong. And I couldn't afford a mechanic. Girl, Charlie will fix it for you. Yeah. Billy will fix it. He repaired the engine. Uh-huh. Why does she think she has to do it? She's also in Forks. Like, I feel like nothing's that far of a drive. No. Like, yeah. the th- probably everything that is fun is, like, really far away, but everything she needs to do is one spot. Yeah. And you know that if she called Charlie, he would drop what he's doing, police escort himself to her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so. 
There's nothing he could be doing on a given day that he can't drop to come help Bella. No. Besides, look for the bears. <laughs> if you know, you know. One thing about Charlie, he's in the woods looking at tracks and scat. <laughs> he doesn't have a cell phone, but he does have a pocket guide to scat on him all the time. Laminated. Probably and his for the gun. rain. And his gun. And his, his rifle. <laughs> That's my man. (laughs) Really, Bella, the thing runs great. They don't build them like that anymore. The thing, I thought to myself. It had possibilities, as a nickname at the very least. Girl, how cheap is cheap? After all, that was the part I couldn't compromise on. Well, honey, I kind of already bought it for you, King. As a homecoming gift, Charlie peeked sideways at me with a hopeful expression. Wow. Three. She, She comes to this place that she just decided to go and her dad buys her a car and she's complaining this truck has been kicking for so long and she's like ew (laughs) that's all she like otherwise charlie would be driving her to school in the police car which oh my god she would hate yeah so and he buys her a whole truck gives her a whole truck the disrespect Embarrassing. She doesn't deserve to be and then a swan. She, she has the audacity to be like, I pay for my mother's bills. <laughs> Ew, but you gave me an ugly truck. <laughs> so I haven't even seen it and I hate it. Something's not adding up. Just the mental illness for her. <laughs> you didn't need to do that, Dad. I was going to buy myself a car. I don't mind. I want you to be happy here. He was looking ahead at the road when he said this. Charlie wasn't comfortable with expressing his emotions out loud. I inherited that from him. So I was looking straight ahead as I responded. That's really nice, Dad. Thanks. I really appreciate it. No need to add that my being happy in Forks is an impossibility. He didn't need to suffer along with me. And I never looked a free truck in the mouth. Or engine. Well, now, you're welcome, he mumbled. Oh, let me try that again. Well, no, you're, you're welcome, he mumbled, embarrassed by my thanks. Yeah, probably because he knows you're being a massive bitch. Yeah. He knows you hate it. It's ridiculous. Come on. We exchanged a few more comments on the weather, which was wet, and that was pretty much it for conversation. We stared out the windows in silence. It was beautiful, of course. I couldn't deny that. Everything was green. The trees, their trunks covered with moss, their branches hanging with a canopy of it, the ground covered with ferns, even the air filtered down greenly through the leaves. It was too green, an alien planet. I would sell my soul (laughs) to be surrounded by that much green. She's ridiculous. Like, she's not a city girl either. No. So what does she want? She said, I want to look at sand. Sand only. Oh, but she's not even a beach girly. That's so true. What? She's like a desert girly? But I know she hates the heat. Because there's no way she doesn't. She's like, I only want to see tumbleweeds. She'd also fall in sand. She can't <laughs> She can't walk on flat, solid land. Uh-huh. Her on a beach sounds like the... Thank God we never see... Well, oh, we see her on a beach. Mm-hmm. But it's like a rock beach. Yeah. Which maybe helps. Yeah. And it's also, like, winter. Eventually, we made it to Charlie's. He still lived in the small two-bedroom house that he bought with my mother in the early days of their marriage. Those were the only kind of days their marriage had, the early ones. There, parked on the street in front of the house that never changed, was my new, well, new-to-me truck. It was a faded red color, with big, rounded fender and a bulbous cap. (laughs) To my intense surprise, I loved it. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. Wow. Amazing. I didn't know if it would run. How do you think it got to your house, Bella Babe? Hmm? He explained the whole thing <laughs> to her. She wasn't listening. She was looking at the green going, Ugh. She went, ugh, trees. <laughs> God, ugh. I didn't know if it would run, but I could see myself in it. Plus, it was one of those solid iron affairs that never gets damaged. The kind you see at the scene of an accident. Paint unscratched, surrounded by the pieces of the foreign car it had destroyed. Wow, Dad, I love it. Thanks. Now my horrific day tomorrow would be just that much less dreadful. I wouldn't be faced with the choice of either walking two miles in the range of school or accepting a ride in the chief's cruiser. What did we say? Mm -hmm. She would hate it. Yep. I don't know if she can walk two miles. She'd fall (laughs) down a hundred times. Her Strava, the title would be like, too much green. I hate it here. Stupid first day of school. Air wet. Tree green. (laughs) Crying selfie. Upload. Miss Arizona, even though I hate it there, too. (laughs) I hope my mom can pay her bills today. (laughs) I'm glad you like it, Charlie said gruffly, embarrassed again. I just know he's blushing. (laughs) It took only one trip to get all my stuff upstairs. All she has is her one pair of Washington clothes. (laughs) I got the west bedroom that faced out over the front yard. You know, the West bedroom. Yeah. How you talk about house it, yeah. or your bedroom. And I know house. exactly where Charlie's house is on a map. Yeah. <laughs> and what street. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. It's, I'm really getting at a clear mental picture. I don't understand. Okay. West, so sunset, which is funny because would Bella ever watch a sunset? No. Yeah. So she's going to wake up and be like, the sun is never out here gonna sit in that window and rot for three months and she's gonna get vitamin d because she's in the sun the sunspot (laughs) oh my bay window oh my beautiful window that's ginormous (laughs) just shows me all the green my hot vampire boyfriend can jump through (laughs) i hate it here (laughs) the room was familiar it had belonged to me since i was born why did she describe it as the west bedroom it's your room bitch I didn't think I would be this salty about that. She thinks she's fancy. We're nine pages in. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) The wooden floor, the light blue walls, the peaked ceiling, the yellow lace curtains around the window. These were all a part of my childhood. The only changes Charlie had ever made were switching the crib for a bed and adding a desk as I grew. The desk now held a secondhand computer with the phone line for the modem stapled along the floor to the nearest phone jack. It's an old book. This was a stipulation for my mother so that we could stay in touch easily. The rocking chair for my baby days was still in the corner. There was only one small bathroom at the top of the stairs, which I would have to share with Charlie. Yuck. I was trying not to dwell too much on that fact. One of the best things about Charlie is he doesn't hover. That line is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of the best things about Charlie, he doesn't hover. Did I do good? That was good. Thanks. He left me alone to unpack and get settled. A feat that would have been altogether impossible for my mother. What? What did she... <laughs> Unpacking would be impossible for your mom? See, it, like, hints at all these weird Renee issues, but, like, it never tells you about it. Bella, babe, you just told us it took you one trip to get everything upstairs. It also... She also just told us that Charlie has not changed her room since she was a baby. Which, one, I think that's valid because she's never, ever there. Mm-hmm. But second, isn't that the opposite of what she's saying? 
make it make sense. It was nice to be alone, not to have to smile and look pleased. She can finally get those frown lines. <laughs> a relief to stare dejectedly out the window at the sheeting rain and just let a few tears escape. Like you with your onions earlier. <laughs> that, that was a lot of tears. <laughs> was a lot of tears. I wasn't in the mood to go on a real crying jag. A real crying jag. I'm, I'm going to use that in my day-to-day vocabulary. J-A-G. My, yeah, you know when you have a crying jag? No more cry circles, only crying jags. <laughs> I would save that for a bedtime when I would have to think about the coming morning. You know, me too. <laughs> a, for Just a little mini cry. Just a little jag. To get you through the evening, you know. Mm-hmm. A, a little jag. <laughs> Forks High School had a frightening total of only 357, now 58, students. <laughs> She can do math. <laughs> there were more than 700 people in my junior class alone back home. All of the kids here had grown up together. Their grandparents had been toddlers together. I hate community. I would be the new girl from the big city. A curiosity. A freak. Yeah. I mean, you're. she's a freak, but not because she comes from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because she can't walk in a straight line without falling. She can't walk. She's always frowning. She has one pair of clothes. How you like in the rain, girl? (laughs) She has never seen water. She's just confused. She's like, what's happening? The sky is falling all the time. Maybe if I looked like a girl from Phoenix should... I could work this to my advantage, but physically, I never fit in anywhere. I should be tan, sporty, blonde, a volleyball player or a cheerleader, perhaps. All the things that go with living in the, in, all the things that go with living in the Valley of the Sun. Instead, I was ivory-skinned, without even the excuse of blue eyes or red hair. Despite the constant sunshine, I had always been slender. I'm too skinny. I'm just a skinny legend, and I always have been. I'm never fit in. I'm not blonde, but thank God I'm thin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just white and skinny. It doesn't get worse than that. Born in the worst body. <laughs> white and skinny. Ugh. I had always been slender, but soft somehow. Obviously not an athlete. I didn't have the necessary hand-eye coordination to play sports without humiliating myself and harming both myself and anyone else who stood too close. She's squeaking. I never understood her clumsiness, ever. Because you can be bad at a sport and not hurt the people surrounding you. Like, what sport is she hurting other people? Every single one. Like, soccer? She's just gonna fall. She's gonna fall, but somehow kick the ball at the same time. Like, right into someone's head. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I, don't I just know she's elbowed people all the time. Like, <laughs> she should try track. She should do hurdles. She'll tumble around. <laughs> that would be just herself. Because you know she'd be slow. She'd be at the back. Oh, yeah. Everybody else has already hit their hurdles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We solved it. Mm-hmm. When I finished putting my clothes in the old pine dresser, I took my bag of bathroom necessities and went to the commute... The communal bathroom. She has to share a, her bathroom with her father. One person. Join the club. Isn't that like every house? Yeah. Also, girl, wait till you go to college. 
share a room with one man, and I know Charlie's clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he's a deep cleaner, but, like, he's not messy. Mm-hmm. It's just him. It's That shower has a bottle of head and shoulders mm-hmm. and, like, a bar of soap. Bar of soap, for and sure. that's it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He wipes down the surfaces, but, sure, he's not, like, cleaning the baseboards. Yeah. But, yeah. Come on. But does he get them dirty in the first place? No. 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 It's just dust. Yeah. It's just being a person. It also blows that their only bathroom is upstairs. Yeah. You're, you're over watching the game. You're like, wow, I gotta piss. And he's like, up those stairs. <gasps> Billy can't. Yeah, I was gonna say, no wonder Billy doesn't come over. He can't use the bathroom. It's not accessible. He carries Billy up the stairs. <laughs> a real friend. Oh, king. 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 Yeah. I'm, yeah. God. The respect for Charlie is growing every second. Yeah. I took my bag of necessities and went to the communal bathroom to clean myself up after the day of travel. I looked at my face in the mirror as I brushed through my tangled, damp hair. Maybe it was the light, but already I looked sallower, unhealthy. Girl, you're telling me you got unhealthy from the plane to this bathroom? Yeah. Wow. Well, you know that fresh, oxygenated air is, like, (laughs) really bad for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly damaging. My skin could be pretty. It was very clear, almost translucent looking, but it all depended on color. I had no color here. Facing my pallid reflection in the mirror, I was forced to admit that I was lying to myself. It wasn't just physically that I never fit in. And if I couldn't find a niche in school with 3,000 people, what were my chances here? I didn't relate well to people my age. Maybe the truth was that I didn't relate well to people, period. I hate her. (laughs) I just am not like other girls, and I'm not like any other people. I <laughs> fall in love with vampires. I can only relate to the supernatural. You guys just wouldn't get it. I'm like super mature for 17. I need my boyfriend to turn me into a vampire. Do you think she hissed at people as a kid? She what? Like somebody would come up and be like, hey, Bella, and she was like... <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 She's plot twist she's been hoping for a vampire her whole life mm-hmm. that's actually why she moved up north mm-hmm. 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 people would come up to her and she's like don't talk to me don't bring that garlic i'm gonna drink your blood she said <laughs> the like, full moon less i the thing with bella i just know people were nice to her her whole life they'd oh, be like yeah. hey bella like can can we sit with you and she'd be like um like i I guess. And then they would like sit next to her and she would be weird. And then they'd be like, okay, we're not going to try with Bella anymore. A one and done. (laughs) I feel like everyone had to be nice to her. They're like, Charlie? (laughs) Not even police chief. They're just like, that man's fine and we don't want to upset him. (laughs) Even my mother, who I was closer to than anyone else on the planet, was never in harmony with me. Never on exactly the same page. Sometimes I wondered if I was seeing the same things through my eyes that the rest of the world was seeing through theirs. Maybe there was a glitch in my brain. Mental illness. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But the cause didn't matter. All that mattered was the effect, and tomorrow would be just the beginning. I didn't sleep well that night, even after I was done crying. Crying, Jack. <laughs> the constant whoosh, whoosh, whoosh of the rain and wind across the roof wouldn't fade into the background. 
I pulled the faded old quilt over my head and later added the pillow too, but I couldn't fall asleep until after midnight when the rain finally settled into a quieter drizzle. Thick fog was all I could see out my window in the morning, and I could feel the claustrophobia creeping up on me. You could never see the sky here. It was like a cage. Breakfast with Charlie was a quiet event. He wished me good luck at school. Good luck, Bills. I added that. (laughs) I thanked him, knowing his hope was wasted. Good luck tended to avoid me. Charlie left first, off to the police station. That was his wife and family. (laughs) Married to the game. (laughs) After he left, I sat at the old square oak table in one of the three unmatched chairs and examined his small kitchen. All I'm going to say, Charlie has more chairs than us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's doing pretty well for himself. I bet he has four chairs. It says three. Okay. You're, you're counting the lazy boy? I bet he has a four chair, like, stowed away. Okay. You know, like, people in their living rooms just have a chair? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, oh, we got people over. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Charlie is an adult man. I would hope he could see people. Now, us, <laughs> we're young. We can sit on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we do. Yeah, we do. And we choose to often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After he left, I sat at the old square oak table in one of the three unmatching chairs and examined his small kitchen with its dark paneled walls, bright yellow cabinets, and white linoleum floor. Questionable choices, but he is a man living alone. I know he has not made any interior design changes since Bella was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Renee painted those cabinets yeah, for sure. And- Yeah, and she's unstable, so she would choose yellow. It's giving the yellow wallpaper. (laughs) But in the kitchen. (laughs) Nothing was changed. Who called it? My mother had painted the cabinets 18 years ago in an attempt to bring some sunshine into the house. Overall, the small fireplace in the adjoining hanker tribe... (laughs) What? Not the hanker tribe. (laughs) Hanker chief... (laughs) over the small fireplace in the adjoining handkerchief sized family room was a row of pictures first a wedding picture of charlie and my mom in las vegas and one of the three of us in the hospital after i was born taken by a helpful nurse followed by the procession of my school pictures up to last year's those were embarrassing to look at i would have to see what i could do to get charlie to put them somewhere else at least while i was living here It was impossible being in this house not to realize that Charlie had never gotten over my mom. It made me uncomfortable. I didn't want to be too early to school, but I couldn't stay in the house anymore. I donned my jacket, which had the feel of a biohazard suit. Has she been in a biohazard suit? Blank, blank, blank. Is she just talking about rain jacket material? Must It must be her first time. Well, you know, often when you live in Arizona, you actually don't know anything about rain. They don't teach it to you, and you've never seen it ever, and uh, media doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she just doesn't know what that is. No. 
bio. She's actually, she put it on backwards and then she pulled the hood up and it was over her face. <laughs> yeah. And, she was and like, her, Ugh. Her, her hair is just soaking wet. <laughs> My damp hair again. How <laughs> she zip it up? She's like, in the back. That's how she's falling over. <laughs> she can't see. <laughs> and headed out into the rain. It was just drizzling still. Does that sound like rain? (laughs) Not enough to soak me through immediately as I reached for the house key that was always hidden under the eaves by the door and locked up. The sloshing of my new waterproof boots was unnerving. I missed the normal crunch of gravel as I walked. I couldn't pause and admire my truck again as I wanted. Oh, so she likes it. Okay. She Hmm. loves it. Hmm. I was in a hurry to get out of the misty wet that swirled around my head and clung to my hair under my hood. What? So, what's the author's name again? Um, that's Miss Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> wow, I forgot her name. So, what's the deal with Rain? Does she have some, like, traumatic experience linked to Rain? Definitely. There's something that needs to be dealt with there. Miss Steph actually doesn't know how to wear a raincoat. <laughs> She's never used an umbrella, never even seen one. She's never been outside of the rain. Because if it rains, she won't leave the building. Her clothes will disintegrate yeah. like Bella's. Yep. I was in a hurry to get out of the mist. Oh, I already said that. Psh. Inside the truck, it was nice and dry. Either Billy or Charlie had obviously cleaned it up, but the tan upholstered seats still smelled faintly of tobacco, gasoline, and peppermint. I want to go to there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that'd be kind of nice. Uh, yeah. It's an old truck. Mm-hmm. The engine started quickly, to my relief, but loudly, roaring to life and then idling at top volume. <laughs> oh my god, that was beautiful. Thank you, thank you. I've been practicing my car noises because my dad always gets mad when I don't know how to tell him what's wrong with my car. Okay. Well, my recent car issue, this is what my car sounded like. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been resolved. Um, Sometimes you don't get your oil changed for years and then your car stalls and then your car burns through oil. And now when it needs oil, it goes. Okay. So the more you know. Yeah, um, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, a truck this old was bound to have a flaw. The antique radio worked, a plus that I hadn't expected. Finding the school wasn't difficult, though I'd never been there before. The school was, like most other things, just off the highway. It was not obvious that it was a school. Only the sign, which declared it to be the Forks High School, made me stop. It didn't look like a school, except for the sign that said Forks High School. Because she's probably used to, like, an Arizona school where they get to, like, lay outside or something. (laughs) With their books. Yeah. That say textbook on them. (laughs) It looked like a collection of matching houses built with maroon-colored bricks. There were so many trees and shrubs that I couldn't... There were so many trees and shrubs I couldn't see its size at first. Where was the feel of the institution? I wondered nostalgically. What? Where were the chain link fences? The metal detectors? Okay. That's... What year did this book come out? Because that's kind of impressive that they were 
she was like concerned about metal detectors. 2005. Wow. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no metal detectors because there's 300 people in your school and they <laughs> all know each other or are related. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I parked in front of the first building, which had a small sign over the door reading front office. No one else was parked there, so I was sure it was off limits. But I decided I would get directions inside instead of circling around in the rain like an idiot. I stepped unwillingly out of the toasty truck cab and walked down a little stone path linked with dark hedges. I took a deep breath before opening the door. (gasps) Inside, it was brightly lit and warmer than I'd hoped. The office was small, a little waiting area with padded folding chairs, orange-flecked commercial carpet, notices and awards cluttered the walls, a big clock ticking loudly. Plants grew everywhere in large plastic pots, as if there wasn't enough greenery outside. Girl, say you hate everything. The room was cut in half by a long counter, cluttered with wire baskets full of papers and brightly colored flyers taped to its front. There were three desks behind the counter, one of which was manned by a large red-haired woman wearing glasses. She was wearing a purple t-shirt, which immediately made me feel overdressed. Was she wearing a raincoat? (laughs) What do you mean, overdressed? Are you wearing your blue sweater and your leggings? Uh Why did... It's so funny that she felt the need to say she was wearing a purple (laughs) t-shirt. This big redhead... (laughs) Red-headed woman. This gigantic woman. This giant woman. My God. Thank God that's not me. (laughs) The red-haired woman looked up. Can I help you? I'm Isabella Swan. I informed her and saw the immediate awareness light her eyes. I was expected. A topic of gossip, no doubt. Daughter of the chief's flighty ex-wife, come home at last. Of course, she said. She dug through a precariously stacked pile of documents on her desk till she found the ones she was looking for. I have your schedule right here and a map of the school. She brought several sheets to the counter to show me. She went through my classes for me, highlighting the best route to each on the map, and gave me a slip to have each teacher sign, which I was to bring back at the end of the day. She smiled at me and hoped, like Charlie, that I would like it here in Forks. I smiled back as convincingly as I could. When I went back out to my truck, other students were starting to arrive. I drove around the school following the line of traffic. I was glad to see that most of the cars were older like mine, nothing flashy. At home, I lived in one of the few lower-income neighborhoods that were included in the Paradise Valley District. It was a common thing to see a new Mercedes or Porsche in the student lot. The nicest car here was a shiny Volvo. And it stood out. She's just wanted a Volvo this whole time. That's what she wants. She said, my dream car, (laughs) the Volvo. Ooh, the Volvo. (laughs) Still, I cut the engine as soon as I was in a spot so that the thunderous volume wouldn't draw attention to me. (laughs) I looked at the map in the truck, trying to memorize it now. Hopefully I wouldn't have to walk around with it stuck in front of my nose all day. I stuffed everything in my bag, slung the strap over my shoulder, and sucked in a huge breath. (gasps) I can do this. I lied to myself feebly. No one was going to bite me. Eh. I I mean, not as soon as you would like them to. (laughs) (laughs) So true. I finally exhaled and stepped out of the truck. 
I kept my face pulled back into my hood as I walked to the sidewalk, crowded with teenagers. Crowded with teenagers. Damn kids. She isn't one. She's not like other girls, other teens, other people. Okay. My plain black jacket didn't stand out, I noticed with relief. What? In what world would a plain black jacket... She think she thinks that was too flashy. Yeah. Compared to the purple t-shirt. She's overdressed. The, the purple t-shirt, the giant red-headed, one, red-headed woman with glasses was wearing. God, at least I'm not standing out as much as that <laughs> giant woman. <laughs> Once I got around the cafeteria, building three was easy to spot. A large black three was painted on a white square on the east corner. I felt my breathing gradually creeping towards hyperventilation as I approached the door. Which, we need to talk about that because hyperventilation is, like, she, I hate when people say, like, hyperventilating, it's just, like, being like, oh, God. Like, you, no, when you're hyperventilating, I can't say it. When you're hyperventilating, you, like, can't breathe. Hyperventilating is like, I'm about to have a panic attack. You, like, are having a panic attack, probably. Do your best hyperventilation into the mic, please. I don't think I've ever hyperventilated. (laughs) Okay. Was that good? Yeah, that was great. So, that's Bella walking down the hall. Bella when she sees the number three. <laughs> I tried holding my breath as I followed two unisex raincoats through the door. The class why did she, why is it written like this? That was horrific. <laughs> unisex raincoats. Okay, horrific writing. Steph. Steph, babe. <laughs> the classroom was small. That's the whole sentence. Wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> Crazy. The people in front of me stopped just inside the door to hang up their coats on a long row of hooks. I copied them. They were two girls, one a porcelain-colored blonde, the other also pale with light brown hair. At least my skin wouldn't be a standout here. Why are we acting like pale people don't exist in Arizona? (laughs) Like you should be wearing your sunscreen. (laughs) SPF exists. There's... There's no way she was the palest person in Arizona. And also, like, she's a white woman. Like, Mm. ugh, my Mm. white skin is making me stick out. Oh, God. Thank all the other people who are white. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God there's so many white people that are just slightly darker than me. (laughs) on, Bella. (sighs) I took the slip up to the teacher. A tall, balding man roast him. Who's de- bald by choice? <laughs> I bet he isn't bald by choice. He isn't, but he probably should be. Yeah. Balding man whose desk had a nameplate identifying him as Mr. Mason. He gawked at me when he saw my name. Not yeah. an encouraging response. And of course, I flushed tomato red. But at least he sent me to an empty desk at the back without introducing me to the class. It was harder for my new classmates to stare at me in the back. But somehow, they managed... I cut my eyes down on the reading list the teacher had given me. It was fairly basic. Bronte, Shakespeare, Chaucer, Faulkner. I'd already read everything. Oh my god. I am so sick of reading books about hashtag literature girls. (laughs) So many books. Like Mm -hmm. Slay, go off, but... We get it. You can read. Like, oh my god, I have to read classic literature in my 11th grade. (laughs) 
<laughs> English class? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you're special and you like to read. <laughs> I don't know. God, I'm going to have to read them again. Oh, I already know all the answers to every test and essay I have to write. Oh, sucks. That was comforting and boring. I wondered if my mom would send me the... I wondered if my mom would send me my folder of old essays or if she would think that was cheating. I went through different arguments with her in my head while the teacher droned on. When the bell rang, a nasal buzzing sound. Okay, B. (laughs) A gangly boy with skin problems and hair black. (laughs) Hold up. Whoa. She's rude. Uh, She sucks. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. We've got the giant redheaded woman. <laughs> We've got the boy with skin problems. The balding man. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It's not, are you team Edward or team Jacob? It's your team, we hate Bella, right? Yeah. You better be. She's a freak. It's the only way to be. Mm-hmm. A boy with skin problems and hair black as an oil slick leaned across the aisle to talk to me. You're Isabella Swan, aren't you? He looked like the overly helpful chess club type. Girl. Bella, I corrected. Everyone within a three-seat radius turned to look at me. Where's your next class, he asked. I had to check my bag. Um, government with Jefferson in Building 6. Government with Jefferson. <laughs> building I, How many buildings are there in this tiny school? At least six. <laughs> One's the bathroom. <laughs> I look at two bathrooms, one with a picture of a boy, one with a picture of a girl. I start hyperventilating. (laughs) There was nowhere to look without meeting curious eyes. I'm heading towards building four. I could show you the way. Definitely overhelpful. I'm Eric, he added. I smiled tentatively. Thanks. We got our jackets and headed out into the rain, which had picked up. I could have sworn several people behind us were walking close enough to eavesdrop. I hoped I wasn't getting paranoid. So this is a lot different than Phoenix, huh? He asked. Very. It doesn't rain much there, does it? Three or four times a year. Wow, what must that be like? He wondered. Sunny, I told him. You don't look very tan. My mother is part albino. She's not. She's not. What? (laughs) Oh, God. Hmm. He studied my face apprehensively, and I sighed. It looked like clouds, and a sense of humor didn't mix. (laughs) Babe, you're not funny. God. A few months of this, and I'd forget how to use sarcasm. She Mm -hmm. would be awful to have a conversation with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's gonna... If I talked to Bella in her head, she would say, The large woman (laughs) with the skin problem. She'd say, the towering large woman with skin problems peered down at me. (laughs) Peered down at me. So at this point, Bella is just like going to the rest of her classes for the day. And people are trying to be friends with her. And she's like, eh. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to have friends. No, at all. The tiny mouse girl. She's crazy hair. She's gonna... Do you even eat? Do you need a burger? 
We sat at the end of a full table with several of her friends who she introduced to me. I forgot all their names as soon as, well, as, soon well, as she spoke. try them. harder. <laughs> you literally. <laughs> you have, it's some work to remember new people, but you Don't can you do it. Don't you read Bronte? <laughs> you can't remember one name. <laughs> they seemed impressed by her bravery in speaking to me. The boy from English, Eric. You know in her brain she was like, E, English, Eric. <laughs> skin problems <laughs> e, e dark dark hair eric e ew eric <laughs> ew you oily <laughs> skin problems ew eric <laughs> waved at me from across the room it was there sitting in the lunchroom trying to make conversation with seven curious strangers that i first saw them here we go <laughs> Buckle up, everyone. <laughs> they were sitting in the corner of the cafeteria, as far away from where I sat as possible in the long room. There were five of them. They weren't talking and they weren't eating. <laughs> Her favorite kind of people. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. We can just sit and I don't even have to look at you. I'll have what they're having. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Though they each had a tray of untouched food in front of them. They weren't gawking at me, unlike most of the other students, so it was safe to stare at them without fear of meeting an excessively interested pair of eyes. But it was none of these things that caught and held my attention. They didn't look anything alike. Of the three boys, one was big and muscled, a serious weightlifter with dark, curly hair. Hey, Emmett. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Another was taller, leaner, but still muscular and honey blonde. Battle scars. <laughs> Battle scars. Battle scars. One of them was a Confederate soldier. <laughs> he was, yeah. He fought for the Confederate army <laughs> for no reason. He didn't have to. One was carrying a bag of boiled eggs. Another was wearing a Confederate uniform. <laughs> to school. <laughs> the last was lanky. Less bulky, with untidy bronze-colored hair. He was more boyish than the others, who looked like they could be in college, or even teachers here rather than students. Hey, Rob. When you're 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not really, but, you know. He kind of looked like he died of the Spanish influence. <laughs> he kind of looked sickly. I love it. <laughs> I also would like to point out how wasteful it is that the Collins come to school and buy food and throw it away every day when they could just bring a bag and pretend to eat. They really could. They could bring fake food. Yeah. Play food. No one's going up to them. No. No. Not a person. So they probably don't care, though. Let's be real. No. The girls were opposites. The tall one was statuesque. She had a beautiful figure, the kind you saw on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, unlike the lady in the office. (laughs) God, the lady in the office. She was like, God, that's, she was a bus. (laughs) I would describe this new girl as one third of the woman in the office. The kind that made every girl around her take a hit on her self-esteem just by being in the same room. Her hair was golden, gently waving to the middle of her back. 
The short girl was pixie-like, thin Slight. in the extreme, with small features. Her hair was a deep black, cropped short and pointing in every direction. Hey, Alice. <laughs> I love the best. We love. Well, one of the best Collins. Yeah, for sure. And yet, they were all exactly alike. Every one of them was chalky pale, the palest of all the students living in the sunless town, paler than me, the albino. Is that what it says? Yes. <laughs> what the heck? Mm-hmm. Okay. They all had very dark eyes, despite their range in hair tones. They also had dark shadows under those eyes, purplish, bruise-like shadows, as if they were all suffering from a sleepless night or almost done recovering from a broken nose. Or the Spanish influenza. Mm-hmm. Textbook. <laughs> Definition of Spanish influenza. <laughs> Though their noses, all their features were straight, perfect, angular. But all this is not why I couldn't look away. I stared because their faces, so different, so similar, were all devastatingly, inhumanly beautiful. They were faces you never expected to see, except perhaps on the airbrushed pages of a fashion magazine, or painted by an old master as the face of an angel. It was hard to decide who was the most beautiful. Maybe the perfect blonde girl, or the bronze-haired boy. They were all looking away, away from each other, away from the other students, away from anything in particular, as far as I could tell. They're all, like, looking at the ceiling, <laughs> looking around. Oh, a school. <laughs> They're all Jasper staring in different directions. Yeah. <laughs> as I watched, the small girl rose with her tray, unopened soda, unbitten apple, and walked away with a quick, graceful lope that belonged on a runway. I watched, amazed at her lead dancer's step, till she dumped her tray and glided through the back door faster than I would have thought possible. My eyes darted back to the others, who sat unchanging. Who were they? I asked the girl from my Spanish class, whose name I had forgotten. As she looked up to see who I meant, though already knowing probably from my tone, suddenly he looked at her, the thinner one, the boyish one, the youngest, perhaps. He looked at my neighbor for just a fraction of a second, then his dark eyes flickered to mine. He looked away quickly, more quickly than I could, though in a flush of an embarrassment, I dropped my eyes at once. In that brief flash of a glance, his face held nothing of interest. It was as if she had called his name, and he looked up in an involuntary response, already having decided not to answer. My neighbor giggled in embarrassment, looking at the table like I did. That's Edward and Emmett Cullen, and Rosalie and Jasper Hale. The one who left was Alice Cullen. They all lived together with Dr. Cullen and his wife. Mm. Living the dream. I would do anything to live with Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Carlisle! I'd break both my legs to live with Carlisle. I'd break both my legs just for Carlisle to do surgery on them. Uh-huh. She said this under her breath. I glanced sideways at the beautiful boy who was looking at his tray now, picking a bagel to pieces with long, pale fingers. His mouth was moving very quickly, his perfect lips barely opening. The other three still looked away, and yet I felt he was speaking quietly to them. Strange, unpopular names, I thought. The kinds of names grandparents had. But maybe it was in vogue here? Small town names? Small town vogue? <laughs> what? The Forks Daily? <laughs> I finally remembered that my neighbor was called Jessica, a perfectly common name. There were two girls named Jessica in my history class back home. They are... Very nice looking. I struggled with the conspicuous understatement. Conspicuous understatement. 
She could just say they're hot AF. Mm-hmm. Like, what's this little show? They're <laughs> nice to look at. <laughs> Unlike that redheaded lady <laughs> in the office, she's <laughs> atrocious. <laughs> the uggo in the office. <laughs> Yes, Jessica agreed with another giggle. They're all together, though. Emma and Rosalie and Jasper and Alice. I mean, and they live together. They're all, like, incest. (laughs) But it's fine. Yeah, they're so hot, but it is incest. (laughs) But we all let it happen. Yeah. It's fine. Let me just say their rice purity score is wild. It's probably zero. They've been alive hundreds of years. So true. As I examined them, the youngest, one of the Cullens, looked up and met my gaze, this time with evident curiosity in his expression. He said, she's thinking nothing. (laughs) She is so stupid. She hasn't (laughs) had a single thought. He's like, is she meditating right now? (laughs) He's like, wait, is she alive? (laughs) Hold on. After a few more minutes, the four of them left the table together. They all were noticeably graceful, even the big, brawny one. Even the giant one. The giant, giant man with the bag of eggs. <laughs> it was unsettling to watch. The one named Edward didn't eat. The one named Edward didn't look at me again. I sat at the table with Jessica and her friends longer than I would have if I'd been sitting alone. I was anxious not to be late for class on my first day. One of my new acquaintances, who considerately reminded me that her name was Angela, had biology too with me the next hour. We walked to class together in silence. She was shy too. When we entered the classroom, Angela went to sit at a blacktop table exactly like the ones I was used to. She already had a neighbor. In fact, all the tables were filled but one. Next to the center aisle, I recognized Edward Cullen by his unusual hair sitting next to that single open seat. I know he has boy color hair. Mm-hmm. Unusual. Yeah. Okay. That's default boy color hair. Mm-hmm. As I walked down the aisle to introduce myself to the teacher and get my slip signed, I was watching him surreptitiously. I was watching him surreptitiously. Just as I passed, he suddenly went rigid in his seat. He stared at me again, meeting my eyes with the strangest expression on his face. It was hostile, furious. I looked away, shocked, going red again. I stumbled over a book in the walkway and had to catch myself on the edge of the table. The girl sitting there giggled. (laughs) Why is there a book in the (laughs) middle of the the walkway? (laughs) It's like... Some also, sort of video game and people are throwing obstacles at her. Just does she know that downfall. when you walk, you have to look down and up? No. Down and up? No. Definitely it's not. It's one or the other. Because if she's looking down, she runs into somebody. If she's looking up, she trips over a book. She's looking into the hood of her raincoat. That's on backwards. <laughs> That's not... It's flashy. <laughs> But not too flashy, but way better than a purple t-shirt. Way better. Way better. As I walked down the aisle to introduce myself to the teacher and get my slip signed. Falling over a book. Mm -hmm. I noticed that his eyes were black. Coal black. Mr. Banner signed my slip and handed me a book with no nonsense about introductions. I could tell we were going to get along. Of course, he had no choice but to send me to to the one open seat in the middle of the room. I cut my eyes down as I went to sit by him, bewildered by the antagonistic stare he'd given me. 
I didn't look up as I set my book on the table and took my seat, but I saw his posture change from the corner of my eye. He was leaning away from me, sitting on the extreme edge of his chair and averting his face like he smelled something bad. P.U. Her stinky. Stinky girl with mm. no thoughts. Mm-hmm. Inconspicuously, I sniffed my hair. It smelled like strawberries, the scent of my favorite shampoo. It seemed an innocent enough odor. I let my hair fall over my right shoulder, making a dark curtain between us, and tried to pay attention to the teacher. Unfortunately, the lecture was on cellular anatomy. Ugh. Somebody had ar- something I'd already studied. Wow. She, she's read all the books. She knows all the science. She invented she, biology. She's so smart, yet Ugh. she's so dumb. Yeah. Interesting. She has no thoughts because she doesn't have to think because she already knows everything. Exactly. So she just sits there and she, she, Jasper stares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a look she recognized. <laughs> I took notes carefully anyway, always looking down. I couldn't stop myself from peeking occasionally through the screen of my hair at the strange boy next to me. During the whole class, he never relaxed his stiff position on the edge of his chair, sitting as far from me as possible. I could see his hand on his left leg was clenched into a fist. (laughs) Tendon standing out under his pale skin. This, too, he never relaxed. He's like, don't get a boner, don't get a boner. One thing about Edward Cullen is he's good at being stiff. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. The class seemed to drag on longer than the others. Was it because the day was finally coming to a close or because I was waiting for his tight fist to loosen? It never did. He continued to sit so still it looked like he wasn't breathing. What was wrong with him? Was this his normal behavior? I questioned my judgment on Jessica's bitterness at lunch today. Maybe she's not as resentful as I thought. It couldn't have anything to do with me. He didn't know me from Eve. (laughs) Girl. I peeked up at him one more time and regretted it. He was glaring down at me again, his black eyes full of revulsion. As I flinched away from him, shrinking against my chair, the phrase, if looks could kill, suddenly ran through my mind. At the moment, at that moment, the bell rang loudly, making me jump, and Edward Cullen was out of his seat. Fluidly, he rose. He was much taller than I thought. Thought he was a short king. (laughs) He's back to me, and he was out the door before anyone else was out of their seat. I sat frozen in my seat, staring blankly after him. He was so mean. It wasn't fair. I began gathering up my things slowly, trying to block the anger that filled me, for fear my eyes would tear up. For some reason, my temper was hardwired to my tear ducts. I usually cried when I was angry. A humiliating tendency. I get me too, girlfriend. (laughs) Aren't you Isabella Swan? A male voice asked. I looked up to see cute baby-faced boy, his pale blonde hair carefully gelled into orderly spikes. Mikey. (laughs) Smiling at me in a friendly way. He obviously didn't think I smelled bad. You know when somebody comes up to you and says hi and you go, oh, thank God they don't think I smell bad. (laughs) Thank God he can smell my strawberry hair. (laughs) Mm. I soaked it in strawberry water last night. This weird round-faced, curly, blonde man thinks I smell good. His little baby, baby, baby face. <laughs> like a toddler. Ooh, baby. I like my men over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Only. Bella, I corrected him with a smile. I'm Mike. Hi, Mike. Do you need... Give us nothing, Bella. 
Do you need any help finding your next class? I'm headed to the gym, actually. I think I can find it. That's my, that's my next class, too. He seemed thrilled. It wasn't that big of a coincidence in a school this small. <laughs> <laughs> we walked to class together. He was a chatterer. Is that a word? It's what it says. Okay. It's in chatterer. the sacred text. Bella couldn't say that word out loud. Chatterer. <laughs> he supplied most of the conversation. Shocker. Wow. Which made it easy for me. He'd lived in California till he was 10, so he knew how I felt about the sun. Dick's out for the sun. <laughs> Bella. It turned out he was in my English class also. He was the nicest person I'd met today, but as we were entering the gym, he asked, So, did you stab Edward Cullen with a pencil or what? I've never seen him act like that. I cringed. So I wasn't the only one who had noticed. And apparently that wasn't Edward Cullen's usual behavior. I decided to play dumb. Was that the boy I sat next to in biology? I asked artlessly. Artlessly is the way I would describe Bella. Everything she does. <laughs> yes, he said. He looked like he was in pain or something. I don't know, I responded. I never spoke to him. He's a weird guy. Mike lingered by me instead of heading to the dressing room. If I were lucky enough to sit by you... I would have talked to you. I smiled at him before walking through the girls' locker room door. The gym teacher, Coach Clapp, found me a uniform, but didn't make me dress down for today's class. At home, at home, only two years of PE were required. Here, PE was mandatory all four years. Forks was literally my personal hell on earth. It feels like a 17-year-old wrote this. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I only had two years PE, and now there's four. Widowly, my personal hell. <laughs> Widowy, I only had two years P- <laughs> a PTO. <laughs> a PE in Arizona, where the weather's nice. <laughs> in Arizona, where I can go outside. An exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Widowily. The final bell rang at last. I walked slowly to the office to return my paperwork. The rain had drifted away, but the wind was strong and colder. I wrapped my arms around myself. When I walked into the warm office, I almost turned around and walked back out. Edward Collins stood at the desk in front of me. I recognized again that tousled bronze hair. He didn't appear to notice the sound of my entrance. I stood pressed against the back wall, waiting for the receptionist to be... Waiting for the large woman to be free. (laughs) The large woman with glasses and that purple shirt. (laughs) Fucking red hair. He was arguing with her in a low, attractive voice. I quickly picked up the gist of the argument. He was trying to trade from six-hour biology to another time. Any other time. I just couldn't believe that this was about me. It had to be something else, something that had happened before I entered the biology room. The look on his face must have been about another aggravation entirely. It was impossible that the stranger could take such a sudden, intense dislike to me. Bestie, that's how I feel about you. The most amazing thing about Bella is that she's walking around giving nothing, and all these people are like, Bella, Bella. Like, Mike is ready to propose. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. He's down on one knee. Everyone's like, like the girls are jealous. Mm-hmm. Because God, I've never seen such a pale, skinny woman. God. Just a tiny, tiny five 
five foot four, pale, skinny mm-hmm. woman. To be her. Yeah. <sighs> the door opened again, and the cold wind suddenly gusted through the room, rustling the papers onto the desk. Swirling my hair around my face, the girl who came in merely stepped to the desk, placed a note in the wire basket, and walked out again. But Edward Cullen's back stiffened. I bet his shirt hangs really nicely over his oh, back. Oh, yeah. It, his, like, it probably falls off his shoulder blades. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the area between the two. Slutty little waist. Mm. Mm. And he turned slowly to glare at me. His face was absurdly handsome with piercing, hate-filled eyes. She was just sitting next to him. Yeah, why did she know what he looks like? Oh, because her hair curtain was in the way. Her hair, her thick, luscious brunette hair curtain was probably in the way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're right. So true. For an instant, I felt a thrill of genuine fear raising the hair on my arms The look only lasted a second, but it chilled me more than the freezing wind. He turned back to the receptionist. Never mind then, he said hastily in a voice like velvet. Oh, sorry. Never mind then. I don't know how to do Edward's voice. Never mind then, he said hastily in a voice like velvet. I can see it's impossible. Thank you so much for your help. And he turned on his heel without another look at me and disappeared out the door. I went meekly to the desk, my face white for once instead of red. I thought your face was always white. I, I thought it was like translucent. <laughs> <laughs> when I got to the truck, it was almost the last car in the lot. It seemed like a haven, already the closest to home I had in this damp green hole. I sat, <laughs> I sat inside for a while, just staring out the windshield blankly. But soon I was cold enough to need the heater, so I turned the key and the engine roared to life. I headed back to Charlie's house, fighting tears the whole way there. Oh. And that's chapter one. God. Oh my god. <laughs> fighting wow. tears. She's oh. gonna have a nice cry jag on the way home. <laughs> I am also fighting back tears because chapter one is done. Episode one is done. How do we feel? Ended too soon, let me tell you. Oh, don't I know it. Don't I know it. Thank God I'm not that woman with oh <laughs> purple shirt. Such a bully. What do we know? What do we know? Charlie's a Dilf. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew. He's in love with Carlisle. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bella, big bully. Uh, yeah, she sucks. We hate yeah. her. No, awful character. I mean, we'll see if she redeems herself. We all know she doesn't. <laughs> no. Takes us books and books to find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Um, so, everybody, we hope you enjoyed uh, this episode of YAY2K. Uh, make sure you stick around for all of our future episodes. And be careful out there in your Arizona clothes. It's very mm-hmm. rainy lately. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's us signing out. Have a good right, one. Bye. Bye.